0: Everybody and welcome to a new episode of Pagna Project, the unofficial podcast about uh, the board game Gaia Project. I am Matteo El Temblo, and with me is Simone Monfo. Hello!
1: Indeed, indeed, you say the new episode of the podcast, but this actually feels like an old episode of the podcast. I'm finally back, like you know, in the good old times where people were used to hear my voice. How are
0: you? How are you and doing?
1: I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm, right. I'm kind of fine. I'm pretty, like kind of fine. I my, maybe just maybe I owe our listeners some mild apologies. So well, basically, what happened is that well, Christmas holidays happened, and then I was away for away for and the Christmas holidays, and then and then I came back, but then I was away again, but this time for work, and um, yes, so now I'm back. And got i about was it. happy when i was i was happy when i was away i have to confess this because i traveled to warmer climates now i'm back in the italian winter but spring is on its way that that's a good thing it yeah. is i'm also overworked while i was away i was like more relaxed now not that much but here I am back uh, behind the microphones of Gaia Project. If there is one thing that is good about being back is being back, being back to the podcast.
0: Do you want, With, to, uh, do you want to tell us where you have been, or maybe you'd rather not to? Because I last time
1: I launched a, a sort of a guess where he is, and so. Oh uh, yeah, I've heard. I've heard the, the the desert dessert part. There are two things I really like: both deserts and desserts. But, uh, yeah, okay, okay, I've been, I've been to Sri Lanka and during the, the Christmas, not Christmas, but like uh, New Year's Eve holidays. Actually, my original idea was traveling to India, because, if, if anything, because it would have been good, you know, to, to finally meet Harun in person and play some Gaia project during my Christmas holiday. But it was impossible, uh, traveling to India from Italy, because, you know, now traveling is very complicated and there are a lot of regulations. I also would not have forgiven you for going there yeah, with yeah, you, no? of course, of course, and then and there was was something that you know um, one day we'll do this you know Paya project is going to India but not uh, not oh, this today. year this year India. was not today today's not today the and then I was in uh, in Oman for 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 research last uh, two weeks of January.
0: And really, here comes the desert. I don't know why I said yeah. dessert last time, but I really enjoyed that.
1: And I think you said, I think you said, yeah, you said both word. You know that, um, uh, like, yeah, it's not. But it's not
0: like 15. It was full intentional, and and I don't know why. Maybe because I don't know this language. You know that I'm trying to speak, and so that could. I don't think it helps.
1: No, but it made me think about the old joke about the uh, the World War II general Rommel. The dessert fox the one who always came first to the buffet i'm sorry that was you can you can totally cut this out and edit oh, this it was i am 110 um, <laughs> percent not doing that of course <laughs> uh but, but anyway w- what was i saying that um uh, you were talking about rommel uh, i think world war ii no no before 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 that before rommel um i was i was talking about um, yeah the fact that one day Piagroject will will be in India and we will play Pi Project in the subcontinent. Until then, we're still playing Pi Project in uh, northern Italy, uh, not so fancy, but we do we do. And we are back with a super. I'm I, I'm totally stoked about this episode. This is a great. It's going to be a great episode. is is a much awaited episode. Yeah, no, you know Mateo is making faces. It's going to be a good episode, I think. It's good episode. A <laughs> I mean, um, we we have been postponing these forever. This has been uh, announced, but then it turned out that we lied. I lied, so this episode never never came. But now it's coming. Now and now it has come. Now it's here. This is the Firax episode, guys. Yeah, uh,
0: the FIRAX episode, you know, about guides. I was uh, recently thinking something, and also uh, I've had other inputs. I mean, these guides uh, really should be heard. I was going to say see, but seen, but for what they are. Because what we are trying to do here is really not to give in all the nuances of affection. I mean,
1: we do our best, but the purpose... that would be That would be impossible.
0: The, the purpose would is to provide some so to say baseline strategies things which are tested and reliable to be easily reproducible I would say and not necessarily mm-hmm. the, the best uh, uh, tactical advices even if one day I'd like to do some you know, some sort of advanced guides about factions, like all about nuances, maybe not one episode before faction. But anyway, this is just something that we will see. And so, this is um, something that we should remind, us, I think, our listeners. So, if you're really <laughs> expert, of, of course, we love if you listen to our guides. We, we also like your feedback. Maybe you can find something, but don't expect to find something that will really bring you to not to the next level but to the highest level possible.
1: Yeah, I think I think this is going to be you know particularly true, particularly evident in this episode because yep. um well, firak you, you I think I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know how me and Matteo feel about Firax. I mean, we re- it's a it's a faction that we really like, that we really love. Uh, we're, we're two lovers of the gray board in general, best codes, um, you know, already, because we talked about them and Firax as well. Uh, but we also said several times that although we we, we, we both enjoy playing Firax, we like Firax, we hold Firax in very, very high esteem. Firax uh, are not an easy faction to play and especially not an easy faction to win with. And no matter what we say during this episode, we're going to change that. Mm-hmm. No matter what and anything we said you know evits and taclons are still gonna win more on average than firax in every game of guy project that is played around the world so what we can offer you are some ideas some tentative solutions you know to bring your firax on level with the um, most competitive factions in the game or at least try to
0: they have similarities, I think, with Hadshalas in this regard, meaning that... Hmm. By the way, recently, I have met lots of Hadshalas games. I don't know, they are they seem to be trending.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> trending
0: on Gaia Project, Hadshalas. Yeah, this year, Firax... Uh, no, I mean, this year, Hadshalas are really rocking. Anyway, they have some similarities, I think, meaning that they are, in my opinion, a bit overrated. And we have our responsibilities in this, I suppose, as
1: you yeah, were saying. We, we do.
0: <laughs> because, I think, yeah, uh, we certainly do. Because I agree with the fact that they are quite a hard faction to play. They are not Baltax mm. tire, but almost. They are they are hard. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially because, uh, because of their of a starting situation with resources. Okay, so since we are in the heat of it, maybe I shall talk about the components you want to do that
1: uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah right right i um yes i can do that um oh, okay uh, so oh uh, uh, the, the the gray board Firax, the board what's on the board of Firax? so let's let's start with, with let's start with the bad news let's not dance around this Firax has a huge have a huge initial nerve we really struggle to see the reason Honestly, Helge, we don't know what you did this to poor Firax. But Firax, they start with one less ore uh, than the average faction. Uh, well, two, if you're thinking about um, itars. So at the, at the beginning of the game, uh, a Firax player will, will only have six ores instead of seven. That's a shame. As you can easily imagine, this really impacts your, the first round of your game of course because i mean one extra or or one less or in this case uh, round one uh, is huge I mean, it makes a huge difference and it's, it seriously hampers your ability to pursue certain strategy around certain, certain strategies round one anyways good news however is that uh, firax have a natural income of two knowledge instead of one Yay! per round Yay, exactly. So every other faction, except for Biscuits, of course, they have a one uh, knowledge income per round, which is printed on the board. I and mean, that's your base income. You, you, you're always going to get that no matter what Firax get to, uh, which helps them cope with a certain, you know, very, very peculiar relationship that Firax have with the blue stuff, that Firax have with knowledge. And, and this is directly related to their PI ability. So Firax have a normal PI in that uh, gives you one extra power token every at the start of each round, makes you charge four start each round. But, but then the Firax uh, PI has one of the weirdest abilities in, in the game as far as PIs run. So when... Your PI is open. You unlock a new action on your faction board. So it's an action. So you need to uh, activate it and you can only use it once per round. When you do that, you are allowed to downgrade, not upgrade, but downgrade one of the research labs that you already have on the board to a trading station. So in a way, the research lab that you have built reverts back into a trading station if you do that when you do that uh, uh, what you get is an extra bump on any science track it's for free it, it's not for free i mean you you lose in the presence of your research lab on the on the board but uh, you you gain the trading station and uh, you get these extra bumps this obviously means that VRACs are pretty good at climbing up Science tracks. In case you didn't know before, you, you know now. Tracks very good on science tracks,
0: and also they tend to have lots of basic tiles, uh, sometimes mm-hmm. all of them, mm-hmm. because you have to rebuild your labs from round to round if you want to use the ability of your primary institute, which you want to. And uh, you end up, of course, going up a lot on the tracks, and uh, you also end up taking almost all or all of the basic tech tiles in the
1: process while building and rebuilding your labs. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So this is Firax at a glance. Did, did we? Did I forget anything, Matteo? No, uh, I think this is their board by and large.
0: I'd like to add uh, one small thing, and I think you forgot a very, very, very important part, but I will come back to that later. No, I had this small story, you know, I think that Itars stole the initial starting ore from Firaxin, this is common knowledge, I mean, we all know that. And then Firax went yeah, crazy and in return stole the knowledge income from the baskets. It was easier because it was on the same board. And so this yeah, is- Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm keeping this part. Anyway, uh, the very important <laughs> thing that you forgot is the most prominent feature of the board. And by that, I mean the artwork of the FIROX. Look oh yeah, of course. at that. That's the most beautiful, incredible, unbelievable things ever seen on a gaming board. I mean, Firax are these o- octopus people with six eyes, four of those on top of tentacles. And they, they, they probably have, have, have also tentacles, but it's not clear, but they could be arms, and which end in four small tentacles. And in the process, they are wearing like an empty barrel, I think.
1: Yeah, he's, he's clearly something that they got out of a the dumpster. Uh, there's no other way to describe what the Firak guy or, or, or girl, I don't know, is wearing. I mean, if Firaks
0: aren't the most beautiful faction in Gaia Project, I really don't know who is because they are... I don't
1: know they're beautiful, they're, they're charismatic, that's for <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> they're awesome.
1: Okay, so Firaks... Uh, Firaks. In general, Firox.
0: they are a build-up faction, I think. They are. They tend to at least rebuild uh, these labs all the time. Mm-hmm. Usually, do not expand a lot at least in the early game. Sometimes they do not expand at all. But most of all, they are. Why do we like <laughs> them so much? Because they are super, super fun to play. I think they always and they also very satisfactory because in general you see you going up these tracks, uh, uh, have fun in the process, grab abilities each round. They are they are very interesting, but. Again, I don't think they can win as easily as sometimes we think.
1: Because uh... let's say let's say one thing in favor of Firax: there is at least one thing that you can that you have for granted when you play Firax, and that is there is no Firax game that ends with less than thirty-six points on the science tracks. I'd say, and depending on how you want to play your game or how you're you know able to play your game given the circumstances you can really have that number skyrocket. Well, I mean, my personal record was a crazy FIRAX game many, many years ago where I think I was allowed to do things that I shouldn't have, but I ended up scoring 60 points on the, on the science tracks. I mean, that, that is totally insane. That's never going to happen again, but it's very easy with FIRAX to score more than 40 points on the science tracks. And that's a reliability, I mean. If, if anything, the Firax can assure you those, those points. One of the reasons for the popularity of Firax is, is that they can do reliably good and, and nobody can stop you from climbing up science tracks. So these points at the end of the game, you're going to get. However, the rest of the points that you're supposed to score during the game, well, those might be a bit problematic, which maybe brings us to the topic of the map, maybe brings us to the topic of final score objective. Matteo, your pick. No, no,
0: sure. Uh, let's start with the map, because actually there isn't much to say here. I mean, I think you need, like, the usual home planet within reach of a QIC. Mm-hmm. Of course, you like white and brown planets. Uh, uh, about trans teams and Gaia's, uh, I... I don't think that Firax really have a strong interest in in transit, at least at the beginning, even if at some point you you will end up going up the Gaia track. But we will talk about this, but I I don't think that's a a prominent feature in their map. I I think that they just need a decent map. Uh, They can be very, very good diggers. I mean, taking planets not of their type. Of course, gray planets scattered around are scattered around, meaning in convenient position for you to take them are, of course, variable. But apart from the fact that Firax have a very, very big problem with color neighbors, they suffer Mm -hmm. them a lot. Uh, I don't think that the map needs to have some specific uh, features. I mean, I mean, of course if you can start to place both of your mines within two axes of a neighbor that would be better because we can do a very build up uh, start but yeah, um, yeah. at least one of course but in general you you'd rather have not too many neighbors because since you are building mm-hmm. and rebuilding on the same planet you can end up charging a lot other players so under that respect uh, the, the fewer the better i don't think they have a very important map uh, requirements what do you
1: think I, I think that they like having easily reachable home planets as the next faction, but I, I agree with you what is most important for Firax and not really the position of the planets. I mean, the position of planets is important as it is for you know the average faction guy project, but what is really important to them is color neighbors, as, as you were saying. And let's state this very clearly, the ideal Firax game is a game in which Both, I would say, white and brown are not in play. You can do very well with one of these two colors in play. But if both white and brown are in play, you're in for a difficult game. Because as Matteo was saying, Firax tend to expand later on in the game, not in the early game. And having two aggressively expansionist color neighbors is really gonna create difficulties for you later on in the game.
0: But also early, because actually, it, you are not uh, to bound to grey planets as, say, baskets are. You can easily take white and greys, for example. An early dig of one for is totally viable, but the problem is that if you have those colour neighbours, maybe they are not taking your grey planets, but for sure they are taking their home planets. And so,
1: end up with easy digs not available yeah and, and not only that let, let me let me add something i'm not going to worry about expand uh, you know expanding now I, I i'll be able to do that later i will most definitely climb up the terraforming track so that that is not that is not an issue i will I, you know i will very easily and probably early get to third level of the terraforming track maybe I, i'm losing a planet now i will dig a two step planet later on and I will, you know, somehow adjust. The problem is if you, if you have brown and, and white into play, they're also going to dig yellow and blue, especially yellow. Which is when you run out of, of brown and whites and say, well, maybe I can take a yellow. And then you find out that brown has already eaten up all the yellows. Maybe white has started eating up blues. And, and that's a problem, because at that point, really, I, I've seen this many times, Firax so boxed that they are forced to go for three steps, planet. That's too much. That, that's spending too much, for, for even for the very, very limited Firax expansions. This is one of the reasons I think Firax are not, uh, a rarely a good pick, a first pick. So maybe you want to have a look at what your opponents are playing before picking Firax. Or at least try to get a sense of what your opponents. I mean, if there is a great gray map, a gr- sorry, a great um, brown map, a great white map, if, if there is a very obviously good Ambas or Taclons or Nevlas or ETARS game, well, ETARS are maybe the smallest of your problem, uh, the last of your problems, but try to avoid you know, playing Firax when both Ambas and, and Nevlas are in play because you're in for troubles.
0: Also, brown and white has the two factions which uh, take uh, the most advantage from our building up and down our labs, which are Nablus and So really, brown yeah, and yeah. white are terrible if you are Firax. Uh, so I'd recommend Firax uh, almost never as a first pick, unless both uh, brown and white maps are b- extremely terrible. And even in that case, uh, maybe factions like Itars and Tuglons can be picked nonetheless, so be careful. Yeah. You really have to have a perfect situation on the map, which which can happen, because people, if they rotate sectors, tend to rotate out white and brown because they are um, strong factions in general. Always keep in mind that if you are, say, a uh, first pick Firak, maybe the second player can take a faction, which is not a problem for you, I don't know, Hatshalas, Baltax, whatever, but then allows a tacron player to have easy charges at the beginning. So tacklons can be picked uh, regardless. Okay, if just tacklons are in play, is a problem, because they are one of the worst opponents possible for us, both for competition on the tracks and on the map, and also getting lots of advantages. But if there are just tacklons, you can still play, so to say. If the fourth pick is a white faction, you are done. You, can, you absolutely yep. cannot yep. play yep. that game. It, it's impossible. I mean, of course you can, but it
1: won't go well, trust me. <laughs> if will go well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most likely, yeah. Yeah, agreed. So again, as I was saying, this brings us directly into the final score objectives, because we want to understand when to pick Firax, when it is a you know, good idea to, to play them. And so I have very strong uh, opinions on the topic, but um, I'll let you go first.
0: This is a very delicate issue for Firax because mm-hmm. we, we have problems here, as we will see in a moment. Like, mm-hmm. Let's start uh, with the two structures, objectives, the two twins, objectives, most structures in play and most
1: structures in play in federations. Mm-hmm. You have one minute for this. They're, they're not good objectives for us, as is obvious from everything that we said up to this point. Firax are, are not early expansionists, and in general, they, they tend not to expand a lot you can do that I've seen that done I, I played <coughs> um firax game with put plenty of structures in, in in play, but that is difficult. it does not happen regularly so number of structures the, the two structure objectives are are not uh good for us There, actually we are so bad at it that uh, we could you know we risk not scoring anything from those two objectives we could be, e- even be you know out uh outstructured if That's a thing by the EVITs, which are another faction that can perform very badly on this. On this, uh, so it's, it's it's really, really not not our a cup of tea. I'm done.
0: Yeah, uh, imagine a game of um, with those two main objectives where you are Firax and you play there are like I don't know uh, Gleans, uh, uh, no Xenos, uh, lantids
1: uh, yeah Ambas, or or yeah. I mean. It's pick true. any faction because all the factions are better it's than cool. as structures.
0: Uh, Gaia Planets, yeah. uh, I think it's basically the same, even if, if not worse. Yeah. But wait, this is true, we suck at that, but Firax can be a very good pick, I think, in a game where Gaia Planets is uh, one of the two objectives because if at least two of the other players will pick uh, Gaia forming factions, then we will have mm-hmm. just one opponent on the economy and terraforming tracks and that can be good for us. This is just my. All right. Okay. Okay. Just Agreed.
1: My... Agreed. If there is a lot of competition for for transiting planets, uh, the the Gaia track, then we will probably be kind of left alone. And so, yeah, we won't score points on that track. Probably six if we are really good, but that's probably not going to happen. But there are advantages for us in there. Agreed.
0: And the same, I think, can be somehow, said if one of the two objectives is one of the two structures. Because if they are both in, okay, we're, n- don't pick Furox. But if there is one structure and you are like last pick after three expensive factions, then okay, let's go, pick Furox. Because you, you won't score anything, but you will have zero
1: competition. Yes, but uh, with, the, with, the, with the caveat that, I mean, at a certain point, you, you will need a couple of planets. You risk your, to find yourself in the situation of what was described before, where the only planets that are, that are available to you are, you know, three three steps terraforming planets, and whoa, that hurts. Okay, that's also true. So maybe this is better for Gaia, so of course. But let's go on because this can be better. Uh huh. Yeah, Let- let's discuss something that we are good at. Or is at viable. Okay, so sectors. Earth is viable. No, I'm telling you. All right, All right. You. well, we are- sectors, sectors, <laughs> were not exactly what I had in mind. But, but I, I, I'll tell you this: we are better at sectors than we are at structures, because it does not take a lot of structures to take a lot of sectors. So, sectors is definitely not our super strong, uh, you know, thing, but still better than structures. Let's let's review the other two and then, then we we'll discuss sectors. Okay, so, so maybe we can we can do some points here, like at satellites. Yeah, I think I mean the perfect Tirax game is satellites and planet types. Why? Satellites because we tend to open RPI very early, and so we we tend to produce probably five or at least four extra power tokens during the game. So we, have, we tend to have a lot of power. Tracks have a very good power cycle, for reasons reason that we will explore later, tend to have a very good power cycle. And if need be, it's very easy for us last round to you know, just jump up the, the, the Gaia forming track and even grab the three power tokens from, from that track. If, we, if we're really desperate and we need power tokens. So Satellite is definitely one of our strong... Of course, we cannot hope to compete with monsters such as Terrans, but we, we can put up a very, very good fight on satellites.
0: We have a, a sort of a weird advantage in this, because since we tend to be late expanders, we are somehow forced to take planets in weird positions, like maybe mm-hmm. this is the point, more distant from the other ones than they were if we had taken them earlier. So. Yeah. This is counterintuitive. This is maybe making good of a bad situation, but that can help in satellites because we are not going to have a ton of structures. So if those, like nine or ten, are very far apart from each other, in mm-hmm. the case of satellites, that
1: weirdly helps. Agreed, one hundred percent. I was I was going exactly in the same direction with the, uh, with the planet types thing. The point is types so we are late ex- yeah we are late expanders and so we we have to make do with with what is left so we basically scavenge left leftover planets that's a good thing when when you know the planet types object is in play because that's what you want to do anyways you have to go take weird expensive planets and what well, that's guess what? It's just the average Firax game. That's just what we do for a living. We take weird expensive planets because all the good ones have been taken from us. And as Matteo was saying, there is very good chances that these far away, these weird expensive planets are also in weird positions uh, scattered uh, across the galaxy. And so it'll take a lot of satellites to connect them. That's why I'm saying that, uh, you know, these two objectives are the Firax objective because that's what they do naturally. So just, just, you know, go with the flow.
0: We are going to go up basically all the technology trucks. So maybe let's say that Gaia planets on the map were already taken because other fractions are just better than we are at taking planets. And well, mm-hmm. who cares? Maybe you just go up Gaia around five, place the transdim down, and there you go, planet type. Mm-hmm. Without you don't have to invest in that because you're again you're going up
1: the trucks anyway. Yeah. All right. I think you're making it sound a little. You know a little too easy because sometimes even frax you know when you have to do that extra bump on gaia around five and think yes but i would really you know like to maybe go up have the possibility to go up qac's or, or i don't know but that yes that is totally doable in general my suggestion is if you can take an early gaia planet take it one of the ones that is printed on the on the map just, just take it and and, and be done with, with the Gaia planet problem at planet ties. But if you cannot, you always have the possibility of climbing up the, the Gaia forming track round five. And um, mm, yes, as Matteo was saying, of course, we're going to go up many tracks, especially terraforming. I don't think there is a single Firax game without climbing up terraforming. I don't think I've ever saw one. I, I, I definitely never played one, but I, I don't think I ever saw one. And that's another reason why terraforming, you know, planet types is a good objective for us. And that's also the reason why sectors, if maybe not our best objective, but still doable for the same reason that we discussed when discussing satellites and planet types. I mean, you will be forced to, you know, go out and try to grab some weird faraway planet. And that's what, you know, the sectors objective main basically forces you to do so um yeah while we read it why not take in an extra sector
0: again I'm not recommending <clears> this because <throat> I was not recommended it before but the thing I was uh, I was just saying about uh, trans team can also be true mm-hmm. also say that you have no mm-hmm. more access mm-hmm. to the sector but there's a trans team there okay it, it would be it won't be the best thing in the world maybe we would have uh, rather uh, gone up the intelligence track or maybe you didn't go up the science track and you are giving up two knowledge points for round six, which is not great. But uh, if you really need a sector, then you can drop a chiform there and you have uh, another chance to get it, which you wouldn't have yeah. a normal, fac- normal terraform infection.
1: Yeah. yeah, definitely. I'll just add that uh, the other reason why I was a bit, a bit more cold Uh, footed on this one and that's that as I said Chirac's really love the power cycle and rightly so because they have a very good power cycle and you know placing that last uh, Gaia Form around 5 losing a lot of power from your power cycle maybe will uh, make for a not so brilliant power situation in uh, the start of round uh, 6 which is a bummer of course but I mean that's something that needs to be evaluated on a case-by-case scenario. Yeah,
0: also because that's correct, but we can easily do two bumps on a single track uh, on any given moment, basically. And so we can just grab maybe the three powers just right before placing the Gaia former down, and also the value because uh, maybe we have a very good basic tile on the bottom of the Gaia track. Let's say that the seven points are there. We can get that, which we want Mm anyway, and so, yep. since uh, we have this need, we can also grab the three power tokens and have... Uh, it's it's a fire exit. It's not the main plan. It's, but you have that. Just yep. keep that in mind. Yep. That, that yep. was the whole point Remember. of my Remember idea. It. Okay, so now we have uh, a very interesting point for us. Very, very, very interesting point, which is... Uh, technology tracks. I want to thank uh, Babuk and Arun for their suggestions on Firax, which we gave me through the Discord on our own channel, uh, which from this moment on, I will include in when in talking about Firax. Thanks, guys. But we, I was saying technology trucks.
1: Oh. oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Technology tracks. Technology tracks. <laughs> oh, technology trucks. Yeah, well, OK. No, like, you know, seriously, for me, a Firax game starts with climbing up the economy track. Are there different approaches to this? I mean, is there people suggesting they should climb navigation before economy? I guess so. I guess somebody's saying that because uh, everybody playing Firax, of course, they're, they're afraid of being boxed. As I say, expand early. First, you take a couple of bumps on navigation and then you start climbing up economy. I don't know. The way I play Firax is I always, you know, uh, I, I, I climb economy as fast as I can because we ha- we haven't discussed this yet, but Firax do have a rather consistent resource, pro- can have a, a, a resource problem, especially in the early mid game. So the economy tracks really helps with that.
0: Yeah, this is something which also Arun said, which is, I really like his answer because it was something like, just be sure to get at the level two of economy at least as early as possible let's mm-hmm. say i would say mm-hmm. around one round one that's the that's your goal and how you're going to do this is something which i would really like to talk about especially now when talking technology trucks and after that you can go up navigation two if you want to me i personally prefer whether to go to the top of the economy track or okay. maybe better and this is something which I really have to do more often because I usually go up the economic track uh, all the way up. But I think it would be better to go up level two of science before so that I definitely solve my science problem all game long from round two. And then, okay, I have to suffer a bit because expanding will be harder than going up navigation, maybe. But then I am set for the whole game. If I just build one lab, I will do three bumps on each technology tracks at least each round, which is insane. We, we can climb basically a whole track
1: each round. Of course it is. For those of you who just started listening to this podcast, what Matteo is referring to when he's talking about the track science problem is the fact that if you haven't thought about this before, think about this now. When you use your PI ability and you downgrade your Research lab, that means that your research lab is no longer in place in your board, is on your board. You're producing a lot of credits, but you're not producing that knowledge point. So it's true that Firax get two knowledge points per round, but normally that's all they get because all their research labs are closed around the board, right? So having said that, I am a coward. I am a very, (laughs) very coward person, and I am too afraid. To play the, um, I climb both science and economy um, strategy. I, I, I almost never do that with any faction. I know that Nevlas players sometimes like to do that. I know that other factions sometimes like to do that. I've seen would do that, and I see what you're what you're saying about Firax. But the risk of climbing both income tracks, economy and science in a single game for me is that your build up strategy becomes a, yeah, I'm forever building up and then the game is over and and I still have to do everything and I just built up. And that's what I see happen in many games played by me, especially. And that's why I, I no longer, I no longer do that. Which means, which means to be to be very clear that my Firax, my average Firax game, and around 36, 40 points on the science tracks for, for this very reason, because I tend not to climb the science track when, when I play Firax. And so I score good points on science tracks, but not stellar results, which is what you get if you climb up the science track as Matteo was suggesting which is I guess totally doable don't think just don't think it's you know it's good for me doctor told me uh, I shouldn't do that it's not
0: too much of cowardice because as I was saying growing up the science track is something which I want to start implementing on a regular basis in my FIRAX game because I as well tend to go up economy also for another reason, because if it's round two, say I can go from economy two to economy three, which isn't a great bump, but allows me to charge three power, which can be very important at the beginning, especially for a faction, which starts with so few buildings. Maybe we should start talking about at this point about the FIRAX openings, because here we have very, very yeah. interesting things to say, uh, I suppose, and are, yeah. and are strongly yeah, intertwined with course. the technology tracks. I mean, all our games are intertwined with the technology tracks. But.
1: And they're also, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard, you know, to dislocate this topic from technology tracks and Firaq's opening, and I would add round scoring bonuses. These are also important. When I decide what type of fear game I want to play, I also have to take a careful look to, of run scoring bonuses. So, if I can maybe wrap up a little bit my thoughts about um, science tracks very rapidly. So, economy is very important, especially early game. After you're done with economy and I don't know, possibly science, I don't know. I think there is another choice that you have to make, which is uh, navigation or terraforming. Uh, but sooner or later, you're going to go up terraforming also because, and, and I'm going to say this. There is something very important for us on the top of the Terraforming track. We, we really like the Federation token that sits on top of the um, Terraforming track. This has not to do with openings. This has not to do with run scoring bonuses or anything else. But the point is that since we, we are terrible at expanding, as we said, we run the risk, and this very often happens in, in a Firax game, we run the risk not to be able to form a third Federation on the board. Uh, sad, hurtful, but true. Sometimes projects are not able to form the third federation. One of the few factions that can really, really struggle, even with you know the simple task of forming a, a third federation, which means that the federation token that sits on top of uh, the terraforming track is, is particularly important for us, because that means that we can top a science track, one of the tracks, and still have two federation tokens that we can spend for another top or for some advanced uh, technology types. And also we are good at doing that because after we open RPI we can climb up tracks really really fast. So there are actually good chances if we can form an early federation. That's a big if because as we said problems in early game expansion. But if we can form an early federation then it's rather easy for us to get on top of the terraforming track before everyone else. So just keep this in mind when you play Firax and when you're considering science tracks. And then I don't think we need to talk about uh, the Gaia track much more because we already discussed that. We are not a Gaia-forming faction. I I wouldn't think of Firax as a Gaia-forming faction.
0: So there is this this sort of school of thought, uh, uh, maybe it's Mm. more of a mob of thought, anyway, which... uh, has a point for Gaia forming firax, but to be fair, I have tried that. I've seen that done a lot of times, but I have never actually seen Gaia forming firax working. This is the truth. You're right. Because we yeah, can I, I agree. Because, well, but we have zero bonuses for placing Gaia formers down. We can just do that once or twice if need arise, If there are. Four points per uh, Gaia planet in the late game. We will we, we will get to
1: that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and Wait especially on. yeah, and especially late game. So late game, late oh, game. You, you want you want to do some crazy Gaia forming tricks, or maybe you can think about it. But uh, you know, um, proper Gaia forming game with Firax. I think, I think you, you you take away one of your strengths. That is, as I was saying, the the the, the, the power cycle yeah. that oh, and terraforming. So there's plenty plenty of things that. Um, yeah, do, do not work well
0: with that. So the thing you said about the Federation on top of the terraforming truck, I think is so important mm-hmm. that if the 12 points Federation is on top of the terraforming track, that can be a reason for discouraging me from picking FIROX. Because that is very important. Oh, yeah. Very, very Oh yeah, That's, that's, we that's going really to, a bummer.
1: That's really we're a bummer.
0: going to top a lot of trucks if we want to. So, those mm-hmm. federations really are useful for us.
1: Yeah, FIROX definitely do, do not like the 12 points federation token on top of performing track because it does not give access to an extra um, top of science track or advanced technology style having said that and having said that guess what ai track is very good because it gives you qic's and who do not like qic's so yeah you can go up there go up there maybe we can discuss this later but what is there to discuss? Having said these openings, Matteo, leave the stage to you. I know you love this. and and here, you know, our most uh, you know loyal followers, those that have been following us for for a long time, they, they know that we have this thing going on with openings. You know, the the openings that Matteo likes, and the style of openings that Matteo likes, and the style of openings that I like, that do not necessarily always go hand in hand. And I think FIRAX are an excellent example of, of, of this. Although I have to say, I have to say that um, in in the case of act Matteo has uh, really convinced me to, to to go for more, let's say, hardcore openings. Matteo, you, you explain what I'm talking about.
0: Okay, so important premise. Another very solid point that Arun uh, described as essential is to open our Planetary Institute early, say around one or two uh, at latest, because yeah. we want to... Yep. Start this mechanism, which we call the Foundry, the FIRAC Foundry of building
1: and rebuilding your lab up and down. Yeah. Also because you have one ability, guys. You Either you use that or why, why did you pick FIRACs? So No,
0: well, actually, the, the True Knowledge Income is the other ability for us. But anyway... Yes, yeah, of course, of course. But that's not the same, of course.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so uh, Firax opening, El Temblo style works like this. You need both minds near
1: your opponents or very very good mm-hmm. uh, charge but mm-hmm. el temblo style i love this <laughs> so you, i'm going for an el temblo style opening here you uh, need you know what an el temblo style opening <laughs> is well, i pity you
0: <laughs> and you, you 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 need one or from your booster so yes. that yes so that we get to or, or some but try to keep with me we get to six and one seven, we become a normal faction.
1: Uh-huh. Okay,
0: then we have to build a lab
1: uh-huh.
0: getting the one or and one QIC tile. Uh-huh. And 99% of times, we will also have to go up the um, terraforming truck for the extra oh, two yes. hours, which can be done with this very move. I mean, you can open your lab basically for free and get in a accuracy in the process and get in a bump on terraforming. Or you can use... For for-, for, for
1: for those who are listening, who are not particularly good at math, we are now at 11 total. Or, please continue.
0: Or use for knowledge to get those two extra hours because what you want to do next is to build... Your planetary institute round one, and then use your special ability to go up another step on the economy track because you will have to go to economy two. Yeah. In in either way, um, it depends. I mean, if the one uh, and you have to get the one or one Q tile in the process because otherwise it's very very unlikely that you have the ores you need, or you will have to spend your QICs to or which is not ideal. It can be done, but. I mean do your math before be sure that you will get all this ore because if you open your lab and then open your trade station it will be very hard to recover from that i mean, I mean unless we are playing that but uh, to deviate from this opening won't be very easy also remember always that we start with one less or, so that tile is important. But if you get that tile, then you are not getting an income tile for your following rounds. If you do not open your PI early, that is very bad. But um, if you decide to go Planetary Institute and Research Lab, that is awesome. That means that uh, you will start your foundry to function from round one. You will do three bumps on round one. And these will likely be on terraforming, step one, and economy level two. Most definitely, yeah. Which are the problems with this opening? Uh, The problem with this opening is just that expanding will be very hard. Uh, Also, it will be very delayed. And uh, the income for round two won't be great because we have zero mice on the board. So we're getting just two. Or as basic income, which is not enough to rebuild our lab round two. So be careful with boosters to do this. This is uh, very extreme. It also works wonders and is super fun, in my opinion, and can do extremely well with some round scoring bonuses. Otherwise, yes. just, just two quick words we can just build a lab for an income tile and then use our QIC, maybe this step booster, this step action. To open with one lab, one trade station, and ideally two mines, but we really yes. are four. So let's say one mine. That's that that's good. That's okay.
1: Well, my point is if you can build the two mines, then I think that's a very good Firax opening. So oh, yeah. one research lab, one trading station, and two mines placing two extra mines on the on the map, round one, that's a very good Firax opening because it, Sort of makes our non-expansion problem a little less severe, and in the process you can go to economy step two, and so you are in for a very good round uh, two because you will have a reasonable amount of resources. You will have five credits. You will have uh, uh, four or That's pretty good. Three knowledge. I mean, you're in for for a decent round two the opening matteo was describing has the advantage that you will also have a very good power situation starting round two because you will be charging six at the beginning of the round which means that the well that depends on what you did with your power round one and how much you charge but there are decent chances that you can get maybe that war action round two so it It's an extreme opening, the one Matteo described. It will leave you thirsty for resources, or in particular, round two. And it's not always the case that you you can pull that off, because that depends on the presence of neighbors, first of all. Even when you have neighbors, that's the the, the most expensive. PI and research lab is the most expensive opening in the game, is not only 11 ores, but 17 credits, which means you need to get the two extra even if you get all the ores in the way we described you still need to get the two extra credits from somewhere right uh, which means basically from your power cycle so a very good booster that you can you can take round one is two credits and one qac if you're ready to sacrifice that qac as an ore because that that solves all your problems you have the two extra credits and you have the, the extra ore that you need uh, another thing that you can do is If you manage to get five power tokens in in bowl 3 not impossible, round one. And you have taken the booster, any booster that gives you an extra, or then you can just spend those uh, five uh, tokens that you have in bowl 3 for one or two credits. And this allows you to take a different basic tactile with your research lab. So you don't, you don't take the extra ore from the basic tactile, you still get to 11 and you can take whatever you want, whatever it is that you need. Charge 4 is very good, for instance. One credit, one uh, knowledge, why not? I like that tile with Firax, because it means every round, three knowledge points, that helps us. One ore, one charge 1, since we are you know constantly hungry for ore. It, I mean, are options. So, anyways, Firax, I recommend one of these two openings, and, and these strongly depends on, well, not strongly, but it also depends on um, round scoring bonuses. So, let's get yeah. it out of the way.
0: I decided to talk about the one or one QAC tile, because that grants us that opening, which is important. But... Uh, if we can do that by taking, say, the charge four, I mean, maybe my charging four, we get the resources we need to build RPI, yeah. then sure, yeah. that's better, go for it, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you will, of course, in an ideal world, we can end up round one at economy three and an income tile, but we need to be really lucky with, uh, with the charging from other players. We need to have a perfect situation, a perfect booster what i was describing is uh, something which is easily achievable and it's still good because economy two is fine and terraforming one is not bad because we are going to go up terraforming anyway so we're just one step ahead yeah, from yeah. one.
1: normally other factions i do not like this idea of you know taking the terraforming bump round one because yes you're getting the two wars yes maybe you will climb up that track later but you're sacrificing an important bump round one. But with Firax, uh, I'm on board with that. You want to talk about round scorings, I think? I do, yes. Uh, What I wanted to say about round scoring is that um, if round one, the round round scoring bonus that you have round one is uh, four points for trading station and you're playing Firax, then you should seriously consider the opening that Matteo described because that is going to net you 12 points. 12 points from round scoring bonuses one one. That, that's really good because you will build uh, one train station, then you will build another and then you will downgrade your research lab. And I mean, if it's three points for a train station, it's still good. It's still nine points. Mm-hmm. Four, obviously, is excellent. Also, why not? five points per large building round one. Well, Firax are not unhappy with that because they can open their PI round one and score five points. But let's be very clear about this. The opening that Mateo described is totally worthless unless you are guaranteed to build a research lab round two. I mean, it makes no sense to open your PI round one and then not being able to rebuild your research lab round two to use your PI ability. At that point, why did you open your PI? You're not using your ability. So be careful. That's a good opening. can be a powerful opening, but you have to be ready to rebuild that research lab round two, which, of course, is one of the few things you're going to do round two. And this is why we're saying Firax are really slow at expanding. If, If you go down the road, you will be really, really slow at expanding. An alternative that I also like is when um, the round scoring bonuses for round two is large building. Because in that case, I start the game, as I described, by opening one research lab, one training station, a couple of mines. And then round two, I build my PI out of my uh, training station that I already have on the board and score five points. And maybe round one, I've scored... Some points, maybe three, four points per trading station is six, four, six, eight points. Maybe, I don't know, two points per minus scored four points. I mean, doable. We also definitely like the two points per advancement. We like that round one. We can score four, six points round one. Uh, we like that round two. We can, we can always score easily four, six points with that, uh, with Firax. And if it happens in the right turn, maybe around six, when you around five, six, when we also take the one point per planet-type basic tactile, and then maybe we can have you know, crazy round with four, five bumps and score eight, 10 points out of that round scoring bonuses. Why not? That's possible. So we like that. What we have a very weird relation with is the five points per large building, because that is only good for Firak if it's on the round in which we open RPI, which is either, as Arun was saying, round one or round two. But we do not like that round scoring bonuses later on because Firax normally don't really like to open their academies. Maybe they open one round six. I mean, it's perfectly doable. You can open an academy round four or round five. The point is that when you build an academy, you remove one of your research lab from the board, probably the only one that you have open, and so you cannot use your ability. So in that round, you, you got to choose between using your PI ability or building that the academy is worth five points for you. So not really our, so we, we have a weird relation with that uh, round scoring objective.
0: In general, we have to always keep an eye on the buildings we have on our board because also, remember that to downgrade your lab, you need to have a TradeStation on your board. So be careful with TradeStation rounds. We will we, we'll talk about them now. We are the best faction for them, basically. Do not put them down altogether, because if you do that, you have to build one lab in order to have a TradeStation on your board before you can use your downgrade ability. For Academies, this is exactly the same. In the late game, also remember that you can open an Academy form a federation with that and thus in the process getting the resources to rebuild your lab. So always think about these things when playing for rocks. but yeah, academies really are not our piece of cake. And this is where I think there are the most stone-centered in Gaia project, you know, because one might think that opening academy it's good for phyrox, but because we have two knowledge income, basic. So we, if we open our knowledge academy, we can yeah. just go up any track we like and still have a, a technology bump per round. And you know what? I am not sure that this is wrong. I'm not recommending this. I'm just saying that maybe early academies can be something. I don't know. But in that case, we have a problem because even if we open, we have two problems. The first one is that we are poor. So we don't have the resources to do this. It's hard for us. And Mm -hmm. we are not ETARs. Because if they open their academy, okay, they also have the granted bump. But then uh, they also open their PI early. And at that point, they are done. They don't have to do anything else. If instead we build our academy and then our PI, we still have to build also Research Lab in order to use our ability. This is the reason why early academy I don't think is a good idea. But... Please pr- prove me wrong if that's not the case. Anyway, uh, Late Academy can be played as I was saying. So build the Academy, take the tile form a Federation, get the resources and then build your lab and downgrade and so on. Don't, uh, yeah. uh, don't avoid that actively uh, in the late game. Firaks are very cool and interesting, remember.
1: Very rapidly, just to, you know, to cover the, the other round scoring objectives. Oh, yeah. uh, guess what? Uh, we are not particularly good at the ones that involves placing a lot of mines on the map. Yeah, surprise, surprise. As Matteo said, yes, you can, you know, try some weird shenanigans because of which if we, if you have a round six, maybe four points per Gaia planet, uh, then you, you know, make this crazy Russian guy forming track round five, then you take a couple of transient planets... But the point is that at that point, there's probably going to be a lot of competition there. So either you know, no, nobody went for 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 them in the early game, or at that point, they might be too late. What we really like, however, and this is a, a, you know, run scoring bonuses, as you might have understand by now, me and Matteo in general really like this is the two points per terraforming step. So in in the perfect scenario, the perfect storm that we were describing at the beginning, when, you know, you have this late game expansion in wind in which you try to gobble up every planet that's left. It doesn't really matter what planet we're talking about at this point because there's a couple left on the board, and you just want them uh, yes. very aggressively. And that's probably super expensive planets. You're going to spend a lot of for them, anyways. But they're good for you because they're 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 helping you with the with the main scoring objective, which of course is planet types because you're a good guy, project player. And then you can also maybe score twelve points by terraforming two very expensive planets so that in general late game is a good it's a good uh, objective for us
0: agreed in general i think that late mine objectives are better for us i mean the best thing is that they are not there at all but if mine obje- mine rounds sorry have to be then it's better if they are late in the game because I mean, as all build-up factions and terraforming factions, it's better for us. A late step round is great. Late Gaia's are not, but we can try to exploit, uh, I mean, our ability to go up uh, the trucks, regardless. So, yeah, agreed. But now let's talk about, finally, the very good ones. Trade
1: Station, three and four points for them. I already commented that in the sense that Round one, spectacular. Round one, if you can pull off the temblors and style opening, that, that's going to give you a lot of points. And in general, well, you know what? Firax guarantee you at least one trading station per round because they have an, the extra one, right? They build. So the, with the point with Firax is that you don't have to decide, you know, ah, should I build um, a research lab or should they build a trading station to get the points out of the um, round scoring objective? Well, guess what? You're going to get both and that's good. So this is very good early game and it is also good mid-late game because mid-late game, maybe you, you, can, you can really score 12, 16 points even out of that because maybe you have the resources to build some three trading stations plus a research lab. Why not? I've, been, I, I've done that. I mean, you can do that for, for with every faction. Obviously, you can build three train stations in, in the round of the train station bonuses. But FRAX, they give you an extra one because of the, because of the research lab. So, yeah, we, we tend to like... Uh, well, and also,
0: FRAX give you a train station just with a single action, without spending a penny, which is not something other factions
1: have at their disposal. If you already have the lab in yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true, true. Exactly. I think these has uh, some connection with the topic of the advanced tactiles, Matteo. What do you think? Because if you are Firax, you can go and grab the normally despised triple yeah. <laughs> trading station advanced tactile and finally get some value out of that. Maybe not a lot, but some value out of that. We finally have a faction which is actively good at that tile. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good.
0: It's very good for us. Yeah, it's I good. Mean- it's good. Once you have that, just play normally. Don't uh, don't act weird. You you don't need to. You don't need to place extra trade stations. If you want to, you can say last round, go crazy with trading station, building labs. Don't worry, just play normally. Use your ability each round, of course. That's very, very important, of course, each round. But this you should do this regardless. Build your lab each round, downgrade it and, downgrade it. and score in the process. I'd even rush
1: that if it's, uh, I don't know, on top of economy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, that advanced tile on top of, on top of economy is very good for Firax because it means you're you're going up economy, so you're getting resources, and you're totally gonna get that that tile because nobody likes it, nobody <laughs> wants it. Also, I, I mean, that tile is so bad in general that people will say, "Oh, yeah, really? That's that's what's on top of economy." I'm, I'm not gonna even. I'm not even going to climb economy. I'm not even pick a faction that's going to climb up economy because I don't want that advanced tile. That's useless. But you want it. So that's good on top of economy. That's good on top of Terra. Consider this. You take it like no rush. You take it round four. It's totally doable, entirely average thing to do. And you do so round four, round five, round six. You, you downgrade three times. That's nine points, right? The, that's a baseline. That's nine points that you're going to get no matter what. It takes a really, really little effort to build an extra two trading station in three rounds, huh? in three rounds and get to 15 points, which is average, good, normal, advanced tactile. You have to do that to form federations. So it's nothing. Yeah. Just playing, you're just playing a project. You're doing nothing. Exactly, exactly. And of course, if, if as we were saying, one of these last... Especially around four, round four, sorry, around five, round six, you have round scoring bonuses, Build more trading station, then you can just explode. Then you can just maybe build, uh, I, I don't know, a total of uh, in in three rounds, maybe you can build some seven trading station and score twenty one points with 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 a single advanced sectile. That's really good. That's something you want to look to look for if you're playing for ax. Another thing you want to look for if you're playing FIRAX. And the only difference here is that there there will be other people covered in that tile. So careful, careful. So that's the two point per advancement, advanced tech tile. If that sits on top of economy and you can grab that and maybe you can grab that because you 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 can, yes, you you will get to the top of economy very, very, very fast. Ah, If you can get round three, ah, that's going to be a good FIRAX game. Uh, two points per advancement I mean, FRAX, they, they just get a lot of advancement you're sure that you will get a minimum of four points out of that
0: tile I remember scoring 36 with that tile
1: yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you can go totally insane and remember that, I mean, you can do you know, crazy tricks because of which you you know, you, you haven't climbed the science track and then round five or round six boom, you just uh, nobody is expecting that Right. And, you, and you, you take four bumps on the science track, round five. And, and, you know, there was one guy on top of the track that he had all the time in the world. And, and then, no, bam, you're there. And, and maybe you can, you can steal the top of the, the science track from them and score an insane amount of points uh, with that uh, advanced tile. So the, the, the round scoring bonuses is good, but the tile is great. The title really, really great. And the
0: two uh, are ridiculous. You are getting eight points yeah, for
1: advancement yeah. level three or four. That's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's insane. That's insane. Uh, yeah, that's a bit. Uh, that's really if you're Christmas land is round six, you both have the advanced tile and the round scoring bonuses. And of course, at that point, be very careful. <laughs> you want to take the one knowledge point per planet type on round six. And, and and you know and go completely nuts with science all right all right all right we're getting over excited this is firax christmas land but sometimes it does happen and when it happens it's a good feeling if that i think that that tile
0: maybe is better on top of terraforming because that's likely the second track we are climbing or maybe, i mean i mm-hmm. mean an early one yeah. one of the first which we want to go to the top of so and also if it's on top of economy Okay, let's say the taclons are not there because we said that we don't like browning mm-hmm. gates. So maybe
1: we pick four and we have flax. But no, Hadshalas might be there. But,
0: but both exactly, both reds are a problem. Both reds are exactly. A problem. Yeah, Ivits could do that uh, with 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 usual ease, and we can not do much about that. And also Hadshalas are a real problem because. They are very similar to us regarding to the play. They can be. But if they want to, then it will be a knife fight for the Thailand top of economy. Not that we cannot win that. We can win that. But Hachalas can get to the top of economy round one.
1: So, yep, yep, yep,
0: yep. I mean, it's hard. It's not easy for them to federate, but it's, it's yep. not easier than it is for us to federate, but we can win yep. that knife fight, but it's gonna be very, very hard. So if it's on top of terraforming, eh, I think the three rocks are a good pick uh, for that tile.
1: So rapidly, the other advanced tech tiles, there are two that gives us point for our federation tokens. Guess what? We don't like those. We, in, in, in general, these are two of the most two of the advanced tiles that you know there is most competition for, so it's already very hard because of the, all the pressure that you have to get the three points per federation token or five points per federation token. But on top of that, Firax they tend to form very few federations, and maybe the first they can form early game, but then the others are going to come, come late, and so these tiles are really not good for Firax. Uh, and and I, I would say we do not like them unless maybe you, make, you can make a case for three points per federation token sitting on top of terraforming. So you, you know, you top the terraforming track, you take the federation token then and then you take three points per federation token tile before anybody can steal it from you, but it's not really going to happen. You're going to lose. You're going to lose this game. Don't no, I, no, no, I don't agree with this. It's not, I, I mean, that tile is not, it, it's, it's good for us. It's, it's still good. It's, I, it's only good. It's only good if it sits on top on terraforming and even, and even that, and even that. Mm. It's not the reason
0: for which I'm picking Firax, I mean, but if that tile is even on top of economy,
1: I say why not? I mean, all oh, right, yalla, yeah, like, come on. There's, how come? No, everybody's going to rush for that. Okay, red is going. <laughs> this yeah. is me. This is me and Matteo. Disagreeing. You know, this is live This is happening now. Me and Matteo disagreeing. No, no, no. It's not that I. I, I mean, it's not that I wholeheartedly disagree. I, I'm just saying
0: that it's not. Uh, it's it's not no. Okay, it's not bad for us under the uh, respect of scoring. But that largely depends whether or not we are getting to the top of Terra. So, okay, I will concede it's better on yeah. top of Terraforming, for sure. And the 12 uh, points uh, t- Federation tile does not have to be there because in that case, we are not helped by that, as we were saying, especially in this case, we need that extra because it's extra points if we get that tile. But it's not that bad. Of course, my ideal Firax game, has two points per advancement and three points per trading station on top of economy the uh, terraforming and does not have that those styles in play because they are going to net more to other
1: players than they are for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, uh, well, if you are fourth, uh, you think you have a, a chance of getting that uh, on top of uh, economy, why not? To get, getting FIROX. I mean, it's, it's not something which screams FIROX, of course. But if it's there, consider that maybe you have the opportunity to get that tile. If it's also, not a game, it's, but, it's but, best, but,
1: just better. But, so. but, but always remember that if there is a competitive player that really wants to win the game and you have the three points per federation advanced tile sitting on top of the economy, someone is bound to take Ibitz and you will never see that um, so either you know for a fact that the are not going to be in play or you're just no, not going to get it
0: so No, i, I was uh, i was saying if you are fourth pick because
1: otherwise yeah, yeah, don't,
0: yeah. don't risk no 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 otherwise if that sorry if the tile is in play do not consider flux before the fourth position if it's on top of economy yeah. or
1: science if it's mm-hmm. on top of
0: science we are never getting that never so yeah, but exactly. If it's on top of economy, just be big. If it's on top of Chara, yeah. But anyway, that's not a reason to pick Firax, in my opinion. But,
1: uh, okay. Okay, so four points per trading station? Yeah, maybe you can do Four points per trading station? Yes, why not? I mean, we, we discussed the you know the, all the things that you can do with trading station before, and well, that's especially good if, you know, you have a round six trading station round, and then you also get the one. But again, that Calls for competition and tracks do not like competition. Good <laughs> God, they do not like competition. we the only so, competition we,
0: we like is that for the three points per train station because it doesn't exist. That's exactly, the competition.
1: exactly true. And then and then you have you know all these all these uh, domestic tiles that have to do with mines three points per mine. Every time you, you place a mine on the board, two points per every mine you have on the on the board. And guess what? We don't like it. We're terrible. <laughs> We're terrible at them. Don't don't go for those. Um,
0: I mean, two points per mine. So, if I I'm there, maybe and especially two points per Gaia, Yeah, I can take uh, to to deny oh, it. Yeah, two points. The per only plan. problem is that uh, you know what? I need my federation tokens to get to the top of tracks, and I don't want to spend one <laughs> for two points per Gaia planet. I really don't. Because it's wasted. Agreed. agreed.
1: So, um, so the last one I think we need to discuss is uh, two points per sector. Well, there's probably people who, who are better than us at that. They will aim for for you know for that style from the beginning. So I mean, yes, why not? Maybe around six, we 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 got to a decent amount of sectors, but especially if sectors one of the objectives in play. But then again, competition. So. I mean, still better than Mines. Still better than Mines and Gaias, of course. But not our strongest pick, I would say.
0: Well, then there's the... Okay, points per planet type. Uh, it can... I mean, if it's there, yes. if it's there, I think I'm getting it, to be honest. But I'm not picking rocks for that. But if you, eh, nobody else wants it, it's round four. Why not? I'm good at terraforming.
1: You know what, Matteo? I think it's time we say something about the one point per... Planet type advanced textiles. It is by far the weirdest advanced tile that exists in the, because we always downplay that tile. I try to to do it justice, you know, when we're discussing advanced textiles. I know, but you know, sometimes the point is sometimes that's gonna score you a huge amount of points. I've seen very good games won, you know, by the use of that advanced tile. So I'm not gonna say it's, it's bad. You can have a very good, even a f- good Firax game with, with that advanced tactile. But that is so content-dependent, so conditional, that advanced tactile, that I'm, I, I don't even want to say anymore, you know, this, this style is good for this faction, or this style is not good for this faction. Uh, I mean, if you are a Gaia-forming Gaiaformin faction, of course, that's horrible. But if you are just a normal faction, that really depends on a huge amount of factors. So, yes, well, that tile sitting on top of Terra with Firax. Why not? Yes, you, you can do you can do that, you can take it and you can score very good points. Or
0: especially on television. or that,
1: yeah, or or that can be trash. That really depends. Um, so I don't, I don't want to talk about that anymore. No. Change uh, topic. I want to change the subject. <laughs> Let me just say something about the advanced uh, tiles for resources
0: because okay, one okay. or per, one or per sector is the usual stuff we always say. It can, we only, we have uh, two additional problems. We are not the best at sectors, definitely. And uh, we don't have many Federation tokens. So uh, each advanced style and each top uh, of uh, track has to be chosen carefully. And this can be a waste of that. But on the other hand, it can give you a lot of ore, say even six or seven, that's that's okay, Uh, towards the end of the game which can really make the difference between making or not making the third federation. So consider that you are very good at at late game building. And so consider that maybe with that tile, by getting that, maybe you can open another federation. And so you can top another uh, research track. And that's all of the good things I can say about the tile. But about buttons, you know what? The three resource buttons, uh, three ores, one one once per round, three knowledge and five credits and one QIC. Uh, Recently, I am in love with buttons. I love them because uh, I played them in, I picked one of them in this crazy Baltax game, which I described in the last episode, the one before this one, and that was... Fantastic, fantastic. And and I had Baltox, which notoriously aren't the best faction and also are not great Federation formers. But also thanks to that tile, I had zero difficulties in forming my third Federation. And I am thinking right now that if that, I want to try Firox by taking round three, uh, that button on top of economy. one, One of those, I want to try that. Taking it round three is hard. Uh, maybe even four can be fine, but three, it really makes the difference. So I have, I don't have recommendations for this, but I really want to try that. And I recommend you to try that as well, because I think it's very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Is it, is it,
1: you, you, you just heard Matteo experimenting on you. You heard what you just said. So I recommend you to try. I want to try that. I recommend you to try that. I just want to use you for, for, for the purpose of data gathering. Don't fall for this. Don't go for those battles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst possible light that you could shed. My (laughs) word. The worst. The worst. Okay, all right, so three, all right, points, all right. three points per train station, two points per advancement, just stop the knowledge and or the economy track and everything will be fine. I recommend the top of economy because you s- can have extra resources for your late game building, which uh, is important for... Uh, Done with um,
1: titles. Basic textiles I don't think, are really important for us because we're getting them all anyway, so who cares? Yeah, no, that, that is true. I mean, it's not like Firax are... You know, oh, whoa, we really need to be careful about the placement of these or that uh, basic tactiles. Yeah, it's that from that point of view is relaxing, you know, playing Firax because you can go up any track you want sooner or later in the game. You'll, you'll, you'll get them probably, save a couple of them, but the non important ones. So we, we totally do not care about the three points per Gaia planet. So who cares where that is. So if there is a, a track that you really don't want to, to go up, so it's a good thing if the three points per guy planet sits it sits on the, on the bottom of the track. So you know you are you are dispensed from, from even thinking about it, from ever dealing with that. But apart from that, I'm gonna say one thing the four credit tactile, the basic tactile, the one that gives you four credits the start of each round. It's better for other factions than it is for us because we tend to always have some. Train station open so we are not so desperate for credits as other factions may be so it's it's not my first pick it's not even my second pick i'd sooner pick the one or charge one i'd sooner pick the one knowledge uh, one credit instead of that specific uh basic tactile yeah we're one of those factions which actually likes more the one or and charge one and i think i think we love we totally love the charge four because it makes our very good power cycle even better so
0: yeah, I think we are the faction which likes it the most uh, just below Taclons and Nevelas for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. It's very, mm-hmm. it's
1: very very good. Well, 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 well um, and, and Terence like that, that tile quite a lot. But yes, I, I agree. No, very, but, very but, but I don't think more
0: so. than we do, you know. Okay, Terence right. opposite okay. synergy, but I don't think more than we do, because we really okay, like
1: we' Now we're discussing who loves it. Well, I love you more. No, I love you more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, that's uh, I don't like that with ibits, for example. But anyway, who cares? <laughs> All right, Terrence, very good example. But I think that it's it's good for us as well. Yeah, uh, the three point per Gaia, we can maybe take that the round in the late game, which gives us points for Gaia's. If we don't have other tiles to grab that round, we can grab that, mm-hmm. build our two, three Gaia's. If we were able to, and it's six to nine points. Well. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's okay. Again,
1: if it's again, okay, maybe in, we, the, it's... in the in the in the Gaia forming track scenario, we discussed the Gaia forming track scenario. I don't believe very strongly in Gaia forming track scenario, but it can happen. And in that case, yes, why not? If it six happens. points, why not?
0: Other other tiles, again, we're getting all of them.
1: Yes, remember the only tile you want to be careful with is the placement of the one knowledge per planet type, because you we we love that. Uh, because we tend to have mm, several planet types especially in the late game and uh, it synergizes very well with our ability of climbing tracks very fast and climbing a lot of them so you want to extract maximum value out of that if possible so just have a look at where that is placed
0: Uh, we also are quite dependent on the uh, 4 power value for larger buildings because we are not building much so
1: Uh, in in
0: our federation we need that I was forgetting
1: that that's true
0: since we are getting the tons of tiles anyway, I suggest you to consider that tile early, even round two, if uh, it helps you to form an early federation. Say round now, maybe Okay, maybe round two is too is too early, but round three is uh, is great. So you can form a federation on the go uh, on round three and get an early advanced tile. If you, mm-hmm, like. mm-hmm. it's going to be hard this way because you need to get two. I don't know, maybe maybe even round two. I don't know. It depends on the game. But no, but but I agree. That's
1: an important,
0: uh, an important time that, for us. And you want to be
1: careful with that.
0: Can can give us a, a federation which isn't horrible and also an early advanced style. So yeah, consider that because it's it's important for us. We're not building much. On the other hand, we need academies to really make that work. So I think you can even take that and cover that with an advanced style. Yeah, as yeah. Yeah, after you okay.
1: formed your first federation. Agreed. It's, yeah, said, said but true. It's okay. Maybe you can cover that with a resource button. I don't know. Maybe. Well, let's, let's try that, folks. <laughs> try that and then tell me. And then, then let us know. Huh?
0: Okay, so I think this is it for uh, the technologies. We talked a lot about that, but yep. drugs are all about it uh, somehow. So it was uh, important, I think. And now uh, we could... Quickly pass, I think, to power and QAC actions quickly, because uh, I don't think there's much to say here, except that maybe the 4 QIC action is not our favorite one because we are getting lots of decks anyway, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we do not have any special relationship with the 4 QSE action, the usual, I'd say, especially if you you know care about the um, four points per trading station. Uh, advanced tactile that's always good to take with the 4QSC action, uh, but I mean, that's a very, very um, borderline case. Apart from that, um, we are not in desperate need of taking even more tactiles, getting some extra bump. So yes, of course, since we do not always score uh, the 3rd Federation on the board, taking some QSC action could be good during the game so maybe a couple of risk or fed or uh, points per planet types that could help our point situation in the late game i guess
0: well sure we are getting various planet types anyway so that action is going to be like an easy one for us right the risk or fed yeah. is good as always so not much to say here but unless that um, i mean unless we're going up the QAC track, we are not having tons of QACs, so probably no. we are accessing them late in the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that's my point. Uh, that, um, you know, normal thing to do is that you you, you see people starting climbing the, the, the QAC track around uh, five, or, or maybe, you know, maybe this is something that people just do around six. My point is that FIRAX, if they really want to, um, they have the possibility of doing that earlier. Uh, maybe sacrificing something. I mean, once you're, uh, you know, level four economy, level four terraforming, and you you're taking a couple of steps on on the navigation track, you could even decide that you start climbing the QAC track before other people do. And so maybe around four and five, you can have uh, uh, less competition and and take some QAC action. Uh, so that you are sure that you you know you're able to to get some point out of QAC action. because the point is, as we say, Firax tend to score a lot on the science track, but not a lot on on federations um, on average. So the the advantage that you have on science track, you can lose because you do not have the the third or fourth federation token. Uh, so it's good for you if you you know if you can somehow, uh, compensate for that with some with some QSE action. This is just general idea. Of course, this is true for 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 every faction. But I think you know there is something there for to be said for Firak. And as far as power actions are concerned, is there anything that we particularly love? I think there is, to be honest.
0: But I think I imagine that anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's the it's the two K action, the two knowledge um, power action.
0: Okay, it's uh, you,
1: but it was my guess as well. The point is that since we have this two knowledge income every round, uh, of course, that action is very good for us because it, it brings us to four knowledge total and it allows us to take an extra an extra step on some uh, some technology track. So again, that depends on what kind of game you want to play with Firax. If you want to you know, do the... Science or partial science strategy that Matteo was suggesting earlier. At a certain point, climb a couple of uh, steps on the science track so that at the beginning of of each round you have the four knowledge. But if you don't do that, if you don't climb up science, you will end up getting two knowledge points each round. And so you can round them up to four with a um, two knowledge action. And of course, round 1 since we we have this dire or situation round 1 the 2 or action is very good for us and i would say even round 2 firax do love that i mean everybody does everybody loves the 2 or action but given the fact that firax starts with one or less or they particularly love i think that action round rounds one and two in the early game especially
0: you know i think i played several games with firax where i took that action like four or five times per game in Mm -hmm. the end because we have a very good charge especially if we go up uh, economy i mean even if we stop at level two for some rounds we still charge six so it's easy for us to have almost always the four powers in both three at the beginning of the round and uh, I i find myself considering that all in all that action is basically always worth taking as a first move so, yeah, th- this is correct, but I think it's quite intuitive. I mean, during the game, you will start your
1: rounds, see that you have the power, that you are not very rich in ore, and you will end up taking yeah, that left. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah, definitely. So I think this is it for power and QSE action. We- there is one last topic we haven't discussed, uh, we normally do these earlier during the episode, this time we've just left them uh, as, you know, the last um, the last uh, subject to be treated, but we haven't discussed round boosters.
0: Round boosters are, I think, a topic about which we can find lots of satisfaction with Firox, you know, mm-hmm. speaking about uh, the scoring ones, I
1: think. <laughs> yeah, um, I think so. First of all, there is this weird relationship. It's a bit like with Peskots, you know, we have this weird relationship with the um, four points per large building one because, uh, as, you know, as the same as with baskets, we tend not to open uh, our academies. And so that booster is not going to... So normally late game taking that booster means uh, 12 points for normal factions, right? 12 points is a lot. So there is a lot of competition for that booster. But but we we do not get to do that. It's very rare that you see Firax ending a game with you know both academies open along their pi, you know the three large buildings on the board. So that's not worth a lot for us uh, in the late game. However, I would recommend if you're planning the um, extreme opening with the pi and research lab. And, there, and that booster is available. It's going gonna, it's gonna to net you four points in the other round, right? So the point is that you miss one or we discussed this. If you want to do that opening, you need to take round one, a booster with one or. But if you are certain that that booster will, will grant you access to the two or action around one, then you can go for it. And when I say if you're certain, what I mean is, if it's are not in play, Taclons are not in play, and Itars are not in play, because these are three factions that can easily burn power and uh, and outpace you to the two or actions. So you have to be very careful to uh, about this faction. But if those are not in play and you can get that booster, then there is decent chances. There are decent chances that you will get the two or action. So that's something that you can consider in certain specific uh, circumstances. Round one. But- if I take that boost around one,
0: I <coughs> will most likely burn two power as my first power as my first action in the game and take the two or action because it's uh, it's very expensive in terms of power. But I am building my pi around one anyway, and uh, in in that case, I am completely sure that I cope with my ore deficiency. Uh, round one because as you said that booster doesn't help in uh, under that regard and i will do this especially if the one or and two extra power tokens
1: booster is in play all right yeah sure of course but uh, i mean that it's really circumstantial but you can also not burn the two power tokens and just wait for somebody uh, to make you charge Uh, that depends that depends on the disposition of um, everyone's buildings on the board and that depends on how high the risk is that somebody gets to the to war action before you but there are there are some situations in which you know that that's not going to happen that nobody can because you already have charge four and people you know are still lagging behind so maybe you can wait and then take it without even burning power that you have to uh you know you have to evaluate that on a case-by-case basis otherwise Round one is a very good booster. Of course, you can take the one or one knowledge. Sure. That's awesome. uh, that, that's always nice. I mean, then it's not clear what, what you're gonna do with the extra knowledge point, it's not gonna you know come in handy in, in the first rounds on the game, but maybe maybe it will help you later on. Well, I already named the one
0: or and two extra power tokens booster, but Apart from that specific situation, I don't think that we have any special relationship with that booster, especially because we are building our Planetary Institute round one or two. So we are not yeah. lacking power yeah, in general. Exactly. Not... play, it helps us as it mm-hmm. may help everybody else, but it can help when you have a lot of charge and your power is basically already charged at the end of the round. Maybe it's in ball two or three. And in that case, you can take the most out of your charge at the beginning of the round by taking that booster so keep an eye on that because that can snowball very nicely and once you have like eight powers charged in ball three well that counts a lot
1: so yeah yeah do not dis- do not discount this opportunity if it arises yeah. Another good round one may be, as I already said, that um, two credits and one CAQ. If you're ready to convert that CAQ into an OR in order to perform the PI, PI Research Lab opening. But maybe, just maybe, you get lucky, you get a lot of charge round one, and you don't even have to sacrifice the QIC because you, you, maybe you take the, the two-OR action or you can you know, produce one extra OR with your power. So you never know. So that's a good booster, of course, to have in place, especially round one. And, or if you're going for the other opening, like research lab, um, train station, to mines, then of course, you know, step round one is, is very, very good.
0: Yes. Um, regarding the QIC and two credit, well, the step round one doesn't help us in the build up opening. No, but no, no, bo- no. But both boosters uh, have. Um, and if you're, by the way, if you are taking the step booster, you are not doing that opening anyway, because otherwise the step is you. Yeah, of course, of course, but of course. Both these uh, boosters have uh, a nice advantage for the build up uh, opening. Well, maybe only the QIC one at this point, but because it gives us two credits, which we need anyway to perform that opening. Yeah, so yeah we exactly. We'll have to obtain more ore from our power,
1: but we do not need those two extra credits. So. Exactly. Exactly. And also if you can lay your hands around one on the plus three range booster, that's very good. And I recommend that. I mean, if you can do that, uh, let's let's be clear. The the two mines training station and research lab opening is a very good opening for Firax. And the you know, some early expansion is not, it's, it's a good thing for Firax since we have spent the old episode discussing how hard it is for Firax to expand. You know, having some early boost in that sense is not bad. So again, step round one or plus three range round one that, that you know, you, you take one extra planet, you take one extra home planet that can really help you.
0: I think that this booster, uh, the value of this booster also depends on the, of course, round scoring, round one. If it's trading stations, of course, we're going for the build-up opening. But if it's, uh, I don't know, a game where planet types is in play, maybe we can take that booster and take a Gaia planet without uh, any particular effort. Maybe round one is also for Gaia yeah. planets.
1: Yeah, yeah true, really? true, exactly. And we are fixing
0: the Gaia, the Gaia planet question once and for all. Yeah, so yeah. That can be- yeah agreed. Of course it completely depends
1: on the map but agreed agreed a, a good gaia planet round one could be could be uh, a good thing for us and speaking of guy planets i think the one booster that we hate the most that the that really cannot extract any value from is the four credit and points per guy planets because uh, as we said we are not uh, a faction who is thirsty for credits as other factions are because we um, we always have some train station open. And so that four credits, I mean, four credits are always good, but are not as fundamental for us as they are for other factions. And and we just don't have Gaia Planets. And and maybe, maybe, I mean, we discussed this over and over again in the course of this episode. Yes, maybe you will get some Gaia Planets round five, but, but even then you're, you're not going to end the game with more than three Gaia Planets. So that booster is really, really... Not gonna help us, but it's gonna he- help our opponents a
0: lot. I'm not saying that if that booster is in play, you should not play Firax, but do not discount no. it as well. Because yep. if it's yep, a yep. Gaia, if it's a Gaia game, you want to be the only one who doesn't Gaia form at all. So you say, okay, I will have this advantage. If that booster is in
1: play, that can be very impactful on the game actually. Because yeah, that's our- going to give a lot of points, a lot of resources to your opponents. Yeah. Yeah, and also I have to say points per mines It's not exactly our favorite. I mean, mm. it gives you an extra ore, so that, that's nice at least. Not that. But as we said, Furax tend not to play with so many mines open, especially early game. Maybe late game, you can extract some value out of that. But, I mean, it's still better than points per Gaia Planets, of course. But um,
0: there's a booster that we like uh, and it's weird. Uh, there is.
1: There is. Is the two points per uh, trading station. Is not so good round one. I mean, round one, you can take it and you score two points. And it, whatever opening you you decide still to better go for. the mine booster. Still better than the mine booster. Exactly. And gives you the ore that you need. So why not? But uh, the point is that we will always finish our, every round with at least one trading station open. And if we have that booster remin- or if there are some other trading stations uh, bonuses in play in terms of... Uh, Advanced tactiles or round scoring bonuses. Then it's really easy for us to, you know, to end a round with two or three training stations in play. And I mean, we're probably the faction that can extract the most value out of that. Uh, that so the the other way around for us. We we really like that booster. And um, and another thing that we do not like, unfortunately, is the three points per research lab booster. Okay, because that's the, our research that's lab the worst. Booster. That's the worst for us. I still think that yeah, yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst because that that yeah that that single uh, you know knowledge point does not help and and we're not gonna score probably any point uh out of that, so yeah, no again really bad.
0: there are factions which can extract tons of value from that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it, yeah. it's similar to the Gaia planets and even mm-hmm. wars maybe mm-hmm. like best gods or neblas yeah. can really score a lot out of the booster why yeah. we just lag behind them,
1: yeah. So summing up, uh, as you see, the pro- one of the problems that FIRAX have is that they have bad to average relations with most uh, boosters, especially the one that that gives you points. They, they don't get points out of the research lab ones. They don't get, I mean, they don't get many points out of the large building one. They don't get many points out of the Gaia ones and the Mines ones. So this is a problem in, in every Frax game that you have to face. You'll have to, to you know find a solution for, for the fact that your opponents are scoring probably probably huh? more points than you the brown um, uh, boosters. I, yeah, I realized
0: while you were talking that we didn't talk about the advanced technology tile, with, which gives you three points for each research lab at the end of the round. But it's uh, yeah, super easy. we didn't. But it's super yeah, easy. It it's it's the same reasoning which yeah. we just made for that booster that's one of the worst ones for us i mean probably it's the worst one because we really are getting few points from that in general
1: yeah if if any at all i mean
0: if any at all and yeah. again there are factions which can really score out of that one so yeah that's yeah, yeah not just want to avoid i think
1: yeah. yeah the point is that firax they have this weird relationship with certain components of the game that tend to be really good for other factions. And, and, you know, and Firax are just indifferent to them. So you have to plan a path to scoring, a plan for, for a path to victory. And this is why Firax are not so versatile, because there are only certain contexts in which they can excel. But if certain advanced tactiles, certain boosters are not in play, Certain objectives are not in play, then Firax become borderline un- unplayable. That's uh, that's one. No, not borderline playable. You can still, you know, try to score some fifty points on the tracks, and and Im- impossible to win. I would say that is the problem. Yeah, or almost almost impossible, to, impossible win, to win. Yeah. yeah. So this is yeah. If if we have to wrap up this whole episode, I would say that this is the thing that you have to keep in mind. Tracks are hard to win. Win. To win with, because of these reasons, and so the very, at the beginning of the game, you have to look at the setup very carefully and think over. All right, is this a setup in which Firax have stand a reasonable chance to win the game? Because there are enough points that they can uh, that they get access, access to.
0: Yeah, I would say that Firax, all in all, are a very cool faction or very fun. Yeah, they, they are play. definitely. They have a unique play style, which is very very fun and can be very strong in the right conditions Uh, all in all we end up having as many say some sort of uh, a bit weaker itars because they also tend to take a lot of tiles they go up the tracks and that's somehow true but we have this unique uh, ability of scoring a lot from the trading stations so we should really uh, take advantage of that and look out for rounds if the last three rounds of a game are in any order the two trading station bonuses and advancement bonuses Firax are going to do great that game yeah even if one of the their worst <clears throat> enemies in play because they have so many advantages that they really can score a lot of that yeah. i know that anyway they're very cool i know that they are really loved and played a lot in the indian community so Shout out and hello <laughs> to them. I know that they really love Iraq's. In the end, it's hard to win with them. But when you do, it usually is a spectacular win.
1: Yeah, it's very rewarding. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, Matteo, I have a question before we, we we finish the episode. Before, you mentioned the fact that Arun and Babuk sent us some pre-erada about the episode. And we mentioned yeah. some of the things that uh, Arun wrote us. And... I haven't heard the name of a book mentioned ever since. Did it, did it say something, you know, something intelligent, something smart, something worth quoting about um, Furax, Or no, we are no, just, no. you know, it all as he wrote into the dumpster? Sure, he
0: did. Sure, he did. No, I basically integrated what they said. All uh, oh, right. Okay. While okay. I was smoking. Uh, Anyway, they both uh, agreed that, of course, the Blind Time Institute should be built uh, during the first uh, two rounds if possible. Right. And um, Babuk also uh, cited a game where he played against uh, a FIRAC player who started Navigation 2. And, and this was really funny because he wrote that he was beaten by him. And by beaten, I mean that I arrived fourth. And he arrived the third, so I don't. I I, I think that's that's an extra element for us to conclude that uh, maybe economy two is the best, even the easiest way to end your round one. I'm curious to play like science two once, but um, I don't know. I I really don't know what I'm going to do round two in that case. (laughs)
1: Last thing I can say is an an anecdote. Uh, I played a live. Game of uh, Gaia Project some I don't know, some weeks ago, and but it was just the three of us, so it was a three players game, not a four player game. Um, and I had this, so I, I picked Firax, and I had this terrible, terrible round one. So I was, I don't know maybe not, you know, paying attention too much, not very focused on the game at the time, and so I I decided I I would go for the pi opening, but then I I, I messed up and and couldn't. Uh, get enough ore to do the PI open. And so I ended up doing this super bad round one in which maybe I opened the mine. I'm not even sure. Yeah, I think I opened one mine and, and two trading stations. I didn't even open a research lab. So it was the worst FIRAX round one ever, right? I don't know. And, I think um, that, uh, two, two trading stations is better than one lab. Anyway. Two trading stations, no labs, maybe one mine or two. I don't remember what I did. But, you know, at the end of round one, I think I'm done for, I mean, and then I was playing, I was playing against Ivet. I said, Yeah, OK, so this is, this is not going anywhere. Um, I ended up scoring. And again, it was a three players game. I ended up scoring 197. Awesome. Uh, and I was and I arrived second, of course, because Ivitz scored around 200. But still, it was a great Firax <laughs> game. So, you know, sometimes there is hope even in, in the direst of situations. So do not underestimate underestimate the power of Firax. I don't remember how it did that though. So I 100? can o- I can only offer you, you know, this this kind of anecdotal uh, thing, but then I don't remember how the game progressed and now how Firax got to 197. Just, I just know that I did. Anyway, with, with that opening,
0: it's uh, nothing short of a miracle, I think, because wow,
1: exactly, exactly. Bad. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. how it, I, Yeah, it was super, super bad. I know how it happened, but the point is that you know, Firax sometimes, especially because it was a three players game, and so I had the the opportunity of expanding uh, in the in the late in the late game, which is normally precluded in to Firax and in, in four players game. But since we had a bit more, you know, breathing room on the map, then I, I was able to recover from the terrible round one. So halas, this is it. And for Firax, I think. Do we do we have anything that we need to add?
0: No, I don't think so. Uh, I already said what I think in the end. Uh, that basically they are cool, but hard to play. But no, yeah. hard to win with, not hard to play with, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, I think that's my bottom line, to be honest.
1: Yeah. It's cool, yeah. yeah. hard to win with. Sounds good. Yeah, cool, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go go with that as well. So great. This is it, folks. We've done it. Again, we're back, more or less, more or less on time, more or less, you know, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, like publishing, publishing episodes on a somehow kind of regular basis and uh so
0: okay so please feel free to follow us no don't feel free to just do it follow us on the yeah. on your uh, podcasting platform uh, which you prefer and put throw a like on this episode if you liked it but this time for real send us your comment at uh, buyagroject at gmail.com yeah please do comment uh, reach us on, on our discord and anyway thanks for listening to us and hear you again on the next episode of Paya Project. Goodbye. Bye.